that's the thing. Pilsners are so. There's not the same like, you don't have the same range with lagers that you do with ales, like just the, just by the way they're made, you don't. There's just not as much wiggle room. So, once you find a lager that you like, be it a, you know, American style or pills, you know, you stick with it. You might usually. as well. Yeah. Although I did have Fistmas from uh, Revolution recently. Fistmas. And that was actually really tasty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to Beer Talk with uh, Eric and Bob. Uh, no, friends, this is after the movie. Hi. How you doing? Well, I hope. Hopefully you've listened to our last couple episodes. Uh, I believe uh, previous uh, include The Meg and Skyscraper. Thoroughly enjoyable. Yep, and uh, we keep on trucking with keep our on trucking. 2018 catch-up. The catch-up continues. And today... We watched Hotel Artemis. It's a hotel. Its name's Artemis. Criminals go there to get patched up. <laughs> I like your song. Um, so I think when we first saw the trailer for this, there's that there was that unmistakable whiff of John Wick. And it's I think that did this movie a big disservice. I would agree, but let's not get there just yet. Yeah. Uh, I want to, we haven't talked, I think we did a little bit when we did John Wick 2, uh, many, 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 many moons ago, but um, as we've been kind of mentioning these last few episodes that we've done, there are certain God-tier movies in, in the uh, Bob and Erica household. Uh, these include John Wick, Pacific Rim, I don't know what else we've added to that list. Uh, it's a podcast we're actually planning on doing. I think you said Jurassic Park. When we do that list, Mm -hmm. I think what we need to do is we need to get a big whiteboard or some sort of magnetic board and put the put the movie names. Can we get red, 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 red string? And can I get a tie? Sylvia. And can I be smoking and not have slept for five days when we do this? See, I was thinking more cool wall. Have a giant like. Whiteboard, or did no, you get rid of it? No, we got rid of it. I think we gave it to Eric. We're fools. But I'm thinking like Cool Wall. Cool Wall. From Top Gear. Oh, interesting. That's where my Okay, I can kind of get into that. Just have to print out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And we'll need lavalier mics so we can move around. <laughs> I'm still going to smoke and rant about Pepe Silvia. I hope that's okay. Okay. Is that all right? Yep. Okay. Anyways. My boy got a whiff in this movie. But anyway, so no, John Wick was one of those uh, movies we saw the trailer for and were immediately like, oh, well, yes, Mm -hmm. correct, yes. And then we saw it and it burrowed its way into our dark hearts. It is a movie that I think uh, if we're ever sitting around, not much to do, kind of look at each other, you want to watch John Wick? Of course I want to watch John Wick. There's never a, nah, I don't feel like John Wick. You're always up for John Wick. So I think that movie was kind of a, I would say, an under-the-radar success. Yeah. You know, I don't know that anybody expected that to be as popular as it ended up being, mm-hmm. but it's a good fucking action movie. Yeah. So um, uh, there obviously there were going to be uh, uh, some other movies that could come out that were kind of in that same vein with that sort of mythology behind it, the rules mm-hmm. or whatever. 
um, and uh, uh, kind of taking from the what John Wick kind of threw out there and trying to do their own thing. Uh, Hotel Artemis, I would say, is kind of one of those movies. Though it reminds me more of, I don't know if you ever saw Smoke and Aces. I never did, no. I personally enjoy it. I know a lot of people aren't really into it. It's a little ridiculous, but it's, 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 um, uh, Jeremy Piven is the son of some gangster, some shit if memory serves. It's been a while since I've seen it. And there's a bunch of people trying to kill him. And he's holed up in this, like, hotel somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the cast is insane. You've got, like, everybody is in this movie. Um, and it's it's fun. It's stupid, it's ridiculous, and it's fun. I need to pause you for a minute. Pause me. Because something just occurred to me Uh-oh. that I hadn't been thinking about. Here it comes. For however long we've been doing this Bob's podcast. Bob's at the whiteboard. He's got the red string. There's I'm sitting no here. I'm watching you talking. Uh-huh. But... Because I'm monitoring, yes, I'm not hearing your voice from where you're sitting. I'm hearing it through the headphones, and yeah, it just weirded me out for a second. <laughs> okay, okay, you could literally be anywhere right now, <laughs> but I'm sitting right across. But you're sitting right across. <laughs> I'm literally right. sitting yeah. right across. But okay. you could be anywhere. I could be anywhere. Could even be on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Bob Thoughts with Bob, uh, Thoughts. Bob and Erica. Hotel Artemis. Um, Hotel Artemis. So it's it seemed a little more, because the trailer for Smoke and Aces promised a lot of uh, insane mayhem, like bonkersness, which if memory serves, the Hotel Artemis trailer did as well. But it didn't. It had some of that, but not to the extent I think that it was promising. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm curious, though, because, um, again, I enjoyed Smoke and Aces. I thought it was a ridiculous good time. And the uh, whole thing of there being a ton of different assassins uh, vying to get one person, I, I dig the shit out of that. You should watch it sometime. I'd be interested to see what you think. I think Ryan Reynolds is in that piece, too. It, like, literally everyone. Ben Affleck is in that shit. It's crazy. Um, common. Um, but I'd be curious to see what you think of it. Um, but Hotel Artemis. Hotel Artemis. What What were your what, what, overall impression? I'm curious. It it just wasn't the movie, and, and this is literally what you were just talking about. It's just not the movie that it was promised. I'm okay with that. Though. I am too, and I really. I I did really like the movie. I enjoyed it as well. I it almost I feel like it almost would have done better if it was actually part of the John Wick universe and it was you were saying this is a different part of it. I think in term mm. in terms of in terms of how it did. I really liked the way they went about it though. Because Jodie Foster, one, Jodie Foster was great. She was. Well, and folks, 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 we're in the motherfucking future in this movie. That was really, uh, it was, that was the right setting. When they said that, I was like, thank you. Because um, now we can just like, all like the medical shit, mm-hmm. it can be ridiculous. We are talking about motherfucking nanites in this movie nanites yes please and we are 3d, 3D printing printed livers. livers that was a great death though that was an awesome solid death, death. 
Um, but it, no, it's just you just have. I, I think it's one of those things where your expectations have to be set appropriately going into it. Well, and you can't go in expecting John Wick. No, because it is not John Wick. No, you get some solid action at the end. They build up to it, which I appreciated. Uh, you get that initial shootout at the beginning, um, but you don't get any. I mean, um, what's her face? The French uh, spy from Atomic Blonde. Sophia. I can't. Uh, it starts with a B. I can't yeah. think of the last name. Uh, but Sophia, when she cracks the mug and she, you know, you, you're getting little pieces here and there of what these people can do. Yeah. And then um, at the end is where you really get to see it. Yeah. But no, I thought Jodie Foster was great in this. Oh, she was excellent. Yeah. She's, not, she's good in everything that she's in, though. Yeah. You ever see The Brave One? No. That one's really good. She basically becomes a, uh, a vigilante after her. she gets beaten up, her boyfriend gets killed, and I think their dog is... They lose their dog in the attack because they're walking there, taking a walk through Central Park, and these gangsters like beat the shit out of them. And she's like, I'm going to go on a roaring rampage of revenge. Mm-hmm. It's great. I really enjoyed that movie. Um, it's like a superhero origin story, but she's just got a gun. Yeah. Which I was about. It, the the hotel itself was amazing. Well, it's one of those things where I thought that they did the uh, almost not to the extent that uh, Guillermo del Toro does, but the hotel itself was almost like a, a an additional character in the movie, and you mm-hmm. get it's just a, it's a pretty sparse set, but. It works. Like they got the rules on the wall. You've got that the front door where you can't like get in if you have weapons. You have to be a member. There has to be like a, a they've got like some kind of a chip or something. Right. Like there's not a lot of sets. You're mostly in the hotel for the whole movie. Yeah. Probably ninety five percent of the movie, I would say. Mm-hmm. And it was tight. 94 minutes. That's right where you want to be, man. Like, that's a, like, we don't get that anymore, you know? And it's like, yeah, you told the story you set out to tell, and you told it in a time that makes fucking sense. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a little bit more about the ending later, but... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just, uh, they they did spend a fair amount of time on setup in this movie, well, cause it's, and laying out the world. I'm not quite going to call it a slow burn, but it kind of is, right? Because you don't yeah. get to that action until, what, what, the last 15 minutes? Well, yeah, I mean, for the for that. Uh, and really, nothing is really out of the ordinary until, um, what's her name? John Ralphio's sister? Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. I know. What's her, what's her character's name on... She's Mona Lisa, isn't she? Mona Lisa Saperstein. Yes. Um, really, until she shows up, it's business as usual. Well, it's a normal. Well, it's it's right. It's a normal movie setup, right? This is just the way it is. Here's our couple people who are yeah. who are in the hotel, and then you introduce the the wild card, like everything else. Wild card, baby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I didn't mean to bring it up because I consider his character is kind of that in this movie, if not a bit superfluous, but I'm never going to say no to some Charlie Day. That's all I'm going to say. But um, 
no, like, it's... People's... Why they're there seems to be out of the ordinary to them, but Jodie Foster's nurse character just like, nah, just... What did she say? Wednesday and night at the Artemis. Whatever. Actually, that's that's one of the things I liked about Charlie's Day character in this. Because um, uh, Nice was there for a reason. Uh, right. Uh, the Wolf King was there for a reason. Also, all about that name. Uh, Honolulu and Waikiki were there tangentially related. Uh Charlie Day's character, which he was Acapulco. Acapulco, he was the only one that was just happened to be there. Right, he's just completely a, he's unrelated. not necessarily like a criminal. He's just like a shitty. He's an arms dealer. Right, just a shitty human being who happens to have a membership here. Right, so wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, so he's wrong place, wrong time. He's he's just such a wonderful asshole. I don't know what kind of accent he was doing. However. I'm here for it. <laughs> Him with just the mustache. It was so creepy. I was like, never do this again. Never do it never, again, Charlie. Never do this again. You need the full beard, god damn it. Um, do you think he just throws Pepe Sylvia in the conversation sometimes? Wouldn't you, Bob? I would do that all the time. I cannot look at the word Pennsylvania <laughs> without giggling. I can't wait to drive home. <laughs> yeah, wait for it, man. We're gonna be in Philly. Wait well, for it. It's gonna be unfortunate for all you motherfuckers. <laughs> Did you fuck my mom, Santa Claus? Did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck, my mom? Did you fuck her? <clears throat> <sighs> yes, the really the uh, main lining of "It's Always Sunny" is still fresh in the minds of people. Um, but uh, uh, hotel Artemis. Hotel Artemis. Yeah, so you, you get this kind of, this is the normal routine, and then you introduce the catalyst for sort mm-hmm. of the plot moving forward. Yep. So, but we got all kinds of crazy future tech in this. You've got these little communicator things. You've got, what did she have, like an ocular kind of insert? Which the explanation for was awesome. The explanation, um, so I think at this point we're moving into spoil- oh, no, spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the so she uh, niece Sophia Buda? give it a second yeah we'll we'll figure it out um she uh Butella Butella Sophia Butella okay uh, she, I'm, it's entirely possible I'm mispronouncing that last name but she she's an assassin um specifically one that goes after very important. very important people um and she has an ocular implant so that her uh the people who hire her can watch can watch as she's doing it which is outstanding and because the last guy well the last guy was watching a jerky off yeah. which just it's such a little like throwaway but it's like that's just delightful mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah all kinds of like weird like future stuff but in this hotel is very art deco Yes. Which I really dug. It was extraordinarily Bioshocky. Yes, it was. Which we've gotten a, a bit of. Art Deco's kind of coming back around, I think. But... Um, I think, you know, it, I think it comes back down to... Um, w- w- you know, when you talk about Guardians, you always talk about how the soundtrack, you know... Which I have a note about and I'm going to bring up because I was a little worried for a second there. Yeah. But go ahead. Um, you know, the soundtrack... Uh, 
grounds the movie because it's something so ridiculous, right? Well, you need that. If you're doing space weirdness, which I also decided if we ever do t-shirts, we're doing a space weirdness t-shirt. Okay, cool. Because we talk about that enough that we need... I, I personally would like a space weirdness t-shirt. I want space weirdness, and I want to fix it with fan fiction t-shirt. So I'm going to be the change I want to see in the world, Bob. <laughs> I'm going to make that happen for myself. There you go. Boom. Um, but I think Art Deco serves kind of a similar role in balancing that future tech with, with something a little more right grounded and, and and normal i also really enjoyed that the rooms that's where she got the names from like uh, i'm assuming that everest was a room as well in there because it's batista's character's name mm-hmm. can we just talk about how delightful he is and how much i hope he didn't shoot himself in the foot um by with the guardian stuff yeah you know i don't know that he did I don't know. We'll see. I think he's... I was going to say he's a proven uh, box office commodity, but I don't know that he's really held something up on his own. He's right. good in ensembles, um, and he's good in that bit role. He was great in uh, Blade Runner, mm-hmm. that little uh, portion at the beginning. I thought he I, did a really good job with yeah, that. Yeah, he does, and I, it would just be a real shame to see him be punished for it. It's possible, though. People, I mean, studios be. don't like people who speak up. No, no. And that would really suck. It would. It would. Really, he's 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 a, he's, he has a, he's a presence on screen. And the one thing I always mm-hmm. point to is in the run up to WrestleMania 30, we were not fans of Batista mm-hmm. because he came back, walked in. I get whatever the fuck I want, and you know what? Fine, man, you do you. But then, um, I mean, Daniel Bryan happened, and all was glorious and good. And then that summer, the first Guardians came out, and it was like, oh, oh, nothing will go over your head because you will catch it. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good forever. Hearts and stars forever, Batista. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, I think he he's even, wasn't he in one of the Bond movies? He was. He was in uh, Spectre. Spectre. Right? Yeah. He wasn't was good in, in a lot. That. He was great in it. He's good as a heavy. Which mm-hmm. is what he kind of is here. I enjoyed the relationship with him and uh, Jodie Foster's character, mm-hmm. which sounded like she took him in when he was a kid and kind of raised yeah. him at the hotel, right? Which is neat. I like that you get those little like it. it, it they're not gonna go out and like here's everything for you. It's just yeah, this, this little lines of dialogue. This is what happened. This is what. Well, yeah, there's you know they they did have to explain more what happened to her son cuz that was pretty pivotal to her character but well, they didn't have to spend a lot of time on explaining where did batista come from right or well and with the son the son was the whole reason why she ended up shutting herself into the hotel cuz she's just being like nah i don't want to deal with any of this mm-hmm. so what you could really kind of argue is jenny slate coming in cuz she was a friend of her kids right Mm-hmm. She's this, that little puncture in the balloon of safety right. that she's kind of built around herself. And then it's like, okay, the, the the air is getting in now. I can't plug that up and things are just going to go the way that things are going to go. Yeah. Love that dead air. Yeah. Well, I was wondering how the beer was. You know, it's okay. It's really just okay. Like, I'm not going to stop drinking it, but it's fine. I'm drinking a Bohemian Pilsner, uh, Lager of the Lakes from Bells, and uh, again, I'm not gonna stop. But it's 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 nothing special. 
One moment. One moment. Bob's looking shit up on his phone. But no, I think this is the kind of movie that's like, we do a lot of the superhero shit on here. Um, Not too much lately. We've been trying to do other shit. But um, it's nice to have a movie that's a little smaller in scale. Yes. That it's more intimate. You can manage it. Exactly. And that, that's that's a lot of the problem with the superhero movies is their scale has just exploded to such a unrealistic point. It's hard to capture Which I'm also in a movie. F- fine with. I know you have some issues relating, especially in the last uh, uh, Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little better about, especially if I dig, like, the, dig the characters. Yeah. I'm a big Spider-Man fan, mm-hmm. so that kind of affected me. Um, eh, he's coming back. Of course he's coming back. Like, of course he is. Um, But um, I don't know where I was going with that. But no, having something like this that I think it was only $12 million to make. Mm-hmm. It's smaller. more. It, it's ref- it genuinely is refreshing. Well, it's it, what I like about a movie like this is I'm not, I'm not forced to try and remember shit that's happened in 12 other movies. No. Um, you know, you're you're isolated to this one little story mm-hmm. that is really rich, and it's well, you know, it's well done. Um, and I really think this is a this movie because it didn't do well. No, no, it didn't even make its twelve mil back. Um, which is a shame because, um, I'd like to see more movies like this. Yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, the way that things are kind of going, you're you're just not. Yeah. Like the studios are starting to consolidate, and all that they're going to really be doing is those sure thing, big budget things. But when you do get stuff like this, and then we have uh, one other movie that we rented that's a little more low budget, uh, the Nicolas Cage Mandy, mm-hmm. which I have very very high hopes for. Well, I think these movies will still get made. It's uh, not with any kind of frequency. No, it, it's it's not with any frequency, and they all will end up being passion projects by people who have made it, um, and already. I mean, look at, look at, uh, you know, we're gonna watch Mandy later, but I can't wait to watch that movie. You know, that's from Nicolas Cage. I mean, he does. He's. He doesn't need to do a movie like that. No, he wants to do no, a movie I like think that. he's actually kind of fucked up financially. Yeah, he is. So he does have to do. But he could still do the bigger movies. Does he get those offers anymore? Though? I think he does. I don't know about that, honey. Know. But I mean, they're these smaller projects. They happen from time to time. Yeah, you just wish that they would with more frequency because it's. I I, I like the superhero stuff, but that's not the only thing that I want to see. Well, I guess my question would be. Is it that movies like this happen less frequently now, or is it just that the cookie cutter superhero movie happens so frequently? Well, it makes it feel like a movie like this is less frequent. I will say, since we've been doing the the great catch up of 2018 and renting the stuff and not going to the theater, that we've had a little bit more of an opportunity to explore other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's conducive to seeing more than just the usual superhero fare. I think another aspect of it is with the way technology is right now. And 
the kind of things that are accessible to um, independent filmmakers versus 15, 20 years ago, ten, shit, 10 years ago. Oh, Bob, if we wanted to, right now we could grab one of our phones and we could go out and film like a, it'd be garbage, but we could film something right but now. But you, you, we could do that for $5,000. You could get a 5D and a decent lens and make a pretty darn good quality video. Uh, you know, and at that point, it's really just, do you have any writing and acting? Um, Stop motion. Yeah. <laughs> so Radio plays, there, Bob. Radio plays. Yes. I mean, there's there's accessibility out there, and there, there are ways for these movies to get made. Um, oh, right. And I think they are. Right, and you have the district. I mean, you can jump on YouTube. You could find, you know, little short stuff. There's ways to get things out there. I just but, think that... But this wasn't like a small independent movie. I mean, no, this is... was yeah. I mean, you got names in here. I mean, Jodie Foster's a name. Batista's a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Sterling K. Brown. Jeff fucking Goldblum was fucking around in this shit. You had Zachary Quinto. Um, our man Charlie Day. Who else was mm-hmm. in here? Sophia uh, Butella. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, who am I missing? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Did you say Zachary Quinto? Quinto. Yes. Quinto. Um. So yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope we see more movies like this. Um. And I th- I do think this was a this was a marketing botch that really yes. sank this one. But if you have a movie like this, how do you market this? I'm not sure. Because, I mean, I know nothing about marketing. No, I don't so. either. It's well, talk to Aaron. It's um, because it's not an action movie. Nope. It's it's really kind of uh, I mean, it, it's Jodie Foster's movie, and you've got the colorful characters kind of around her, and it's her coming to terms with, you know, her son's death and the fact that she really couldn't have done anything, mm-hmm. you know, and then getting back out into the world. No, I I think the problem is the marketers were like, this is close enough to John Wick. People like John Wick. It's John Wick adjacent. Let's let's go. Because it's it's let's market it that way. Basically, the Continental, right? Mm -hmm. Basically. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, You know, it's a shame it did so poorly. It is. I mean, I'm sure the guy who directed it will be fine. He, uh, I think it was his first uh, uh, directorial uh, jaunt. Mm-hmm. Let me see here. We're calling it a cyberpunk thriller film. What? You got nanites, Bob. We're in the there future. Are nanites. We're rationing water. I can, I'll give you cyberpunk. It's a little different than your usual cyberpunk. But I'll, I'll give that to him. I'm not going to make fun of him too much. <laughs> Uh, so he was a writer on Iron Man 3. He did a Marvel one-shot. Uh, he was uh, has a story credit for Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. And then he wrote and directed Hotel Artemis. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm sure he will be fine. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too concerned. No, I'm not. Uh, I did like Sterling K. Brown in a uh, uh, main role. I actually really enjoy him. I think he's he's thoroughly enjoyable. He played um, 
what is the uh, the lawyer uh, from um, the People versus O.J. Simpson? Mm-hmm. It's Marsha Clark and fuck. What is his name? I I don't know. I'm not gonna be able to remember it. But he's excellent. If you haven't watched that, you should. It's outstanding. Um, but that's really gotten him a lot of attention. He's been in a lot of of other things now, and I think he he's got a certain kind of subtlety and intensity to his acting. Well, and he was in Black Panther. He's in he the, was in Black Panther. He was that's in right. the Predator, um, which we still have to see. Oh, we have to rent the Predator. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't think that's out yet, but when it does come out, we do have to rent it. Mm-hmm. And he's done a whole bunch of TV. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, he was really good. And I, you know, I thought that was, you know, an interesting dynamic with his brother. And Well, it kind of paralleled with uh, a little bit with Jodie Foster and her thing, right? Because it's, here's my brother, he's going to make his choices, and I can either continue to try and clean that shit up for him. Mm-hmm. Or I can kind of go out and make my own way. Because they think they said the only reason he got back into kind of the life was because of his brother, right? Yeah. Well, that is the theme of the movie is his brother's a fuck up. And right. And he's constantly cleaning up for him. Right. And really the only way he gets out of it is his brother dies when, uh, uh, is it uh, uh, his niece, right? Yeah. She, uh, it's Sophia's character. Um, she blows the power. Blows the power so she can get to uh, the Wolf King. The Wolf King. Outstanding. I love that his thing is, I have to drown you. It's one of those things where it's such a quirky little, like, like, I'm sure this director has these long character histories for all of these characters. It just seems like that sort of a thing. Yeah. But no, because you, you need it's that. like you with D&D. Yeah, exactly. I should just write a book. <clears throat> Another book that I'll never fucking finish. <sighs> There's that long stare. Yeah. Goldblum. He's just a joy. He's always good. He's, he's a joy. The man, the, he's just, he's living his best life. He's having a blast. What do you need me to do? I got it for you. He's he, I, What I love is... He could just come out and say, oh, son, that's why you're a pussy. But he says it. That's why you're so soft. So much better. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah. He. Uh, and I, I thought the scene where Nice goes in to uh, actually uh, kill the Wolf King mm-hmm. was really interesting from that you know she's basically you're gone don't well uh, what did she say her her line was great what was it it was uh they've already paid for your life don't give them your dignity for free yeah and he was like all right let's do this and that kind of look of oh so this is how it happens because god knows how many times he's ordered a hit oh and i mean if you were if you were at the top of the food chain in that sort of situation you know this is how it's going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. You know? That's just the way that you're going to die. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of where and when. Mm-hmm. I still... Um, I, I don't feel like uh, anyone in Detroit could afford that hit. But Well, it's Detroit in the future, Bob. <laughs> so... Um, but no, and it's all... Everything is taking place in the... There's this riot that's been going on in L.A. because they're rationing water. Right. 
which doesn't really play into the story proper at all. It's just an interesting kind of background. It's interesting background and adds chaos. Exactly. To what's going on. And, uh, well, almost all, uh, giving a reason why a place like this could even run. Mm-hmm. Cause it's it they're brazen about it. Hotel Artemis has a big like neon sign at the top of it. Yeah, we're not hiding anything. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, this is a thing that happens. The Wolf King uh, finances it, so there's nothing you can fucking do about it because he owns Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also like the little bit of world building where they showed uh, 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 niece's wrist, and she has like chips for all these places all over the world. Yeah. So it's similar to the Continental in John. Yeah, Wick, it's where... very, very similar. Yeah. Uh, what and it's one of those. Th- there's like, there are some like little questions that be like, I'd love to have answered. At the same time, I don't want a sequel. No, I don't need a sequel. We're never going to get one because it didn't do well. But right. Well, and that's the other thing I miss: standalone movies. Mm-hmm. We can do that still. Like, that's a thing we can still do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, and only, like, only make the sequel if you have a sequel to tell. Don't don't make the sequel just because the first one did well. Now, or, I know that's completely against Hollywood thinking. Well, though, I think so many of those big budget movies now are, you don't get to come to the table unless you've got, okay, how can we franchise this? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, don't make a fucking sequel if it did okay over here, it did very well in China, and then uh, make a sequel with nobody that anyone cares about except the two cute doctors, and then completely ruin that story. I don't know what you're talking Not about. Not that I'm talking about anything specific. <clears throat> but no, this. I think this is... Cowards. I, you know, I'm trying to think about like what other people I've heard talking about. I, I feel like I've heard other people say they just didn't care for it very much. This movie? Yeah. I don't know that I even heard anybody else that had seen it. Well, that's a lot of the issue. If no one sees it, I mean, you're not going to, you can't, if there are positives to say, which I think there are. In oh, this there definitely case, are. You know, I just think out. it's it's a matter of expectation going in. Like uh, uh, Jack, who you'll remember from our Shape of Water episode, uh, this I think was on his list. I would definitely I would recommend him seeing it. Yeah. I would just make sure, and hopefully he's listening to this so he knows our our our, our thoughts and, and feelings. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not. Don't go in expecting John Wick because you will just be pissed off. Mm-hmm. Well, th- here's a, here's a thought. I, as the more I think about this, here comes a thought that might alarm you. December seventeenth. December seventeenth. All right, we're getting more Steven Universe guys. Um. No, here's a thought. Let's say they, if it was marketed as another John Wick, which is kind of the way I'm remembering it, but maybe that's not the case. No, that's wouldn't just, that put people in seats though? Because people like John Wick. But did see? I wonder what stopped people from getting to the theater it, in the first place. Well, when did it come out? Let's, that let's was this year, right? To the internet ticker. It is definitely this year. It was June eighth. I'm curious what else came out June 8th then. That's true. I can't remember what came. Uh, Jurassic World probably. Somewhere in there, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Alongside Ocean's 8 and Heredity. Hereditary? 
Yeah, but it's also possible it just had bad, uh, bad word of mouth. That'll do it for sure. Right, and the shitty thing about stuff nowadays is that if people don't go like something like John Wick is a bit of a fluke. Yeah, but you, you, I think one of the reasons why it was successful, and I think it did, it did well enough for sequels. So right, it's Keanu Reeves in an action movie. Mm-hmm. Duh. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> yes, please. Why haven't we had more of this? In this, it's it's. I mean, you've got Jodie Foster taking care of what's essentially a secret hospital for criminals. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's not something that people want to see. I want to see it, you know, personally. Um, but that's just me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, who knows? Maybe the the timing of the release was bad. Um, maybe uh, and it from what marketed I poorly. Read a little bit of the reviews, and again, I mean, I, I don't. Uh, the way that we are, uh, the way that we, cho- the way we choose what movies to go see, we don't really read or watch reviews before we go see something. Mm-hmm. You know, if we know, oh yeah, like uh, the one I think. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. We just saw the trailer and like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, we're going to see yes, this. Yes, please. I think one of the only instances where a review really swayed our opinion was when uh, uh, a previously recorded talked about Doom. The game. The latest Doom game. Yeah. We saw that and we were like, yeah, let's buy that immediately. That mm-hmm. looks amazing. But for the most part, we kind of know what we we want to go see. Yep. And we're just going to go see it or we'll rent it later or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I've had instances where maybe the buzz around a movie has said, eh, wait to rent it instead of go to the theater. Mm. Um, but it's just kind of your natural inclination these days, though. I mean, that that's true for the most part. But, you know, even before that. Um, so I don't know. But I, I, you know, I thought this was an interesting movie. Uh, it was better than I expected it to be. Yeah, I think we were a little down on it because we were like, we know it's not going to be John Wick. Mm-hmm. And I think it's unfair to expect anything to be John Wick, except Correct. for John Wick. Yes. But no, as soon as they were like California 2028, I was like, yes, please. I am here for it. And we're using this futuristic shit to fix up people's, like, uh, 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 wounds. And, like, we're talking nanites and shit, man. Oh, here for it. Thank you. Love it. We're 3D printing livers. Someone dies by 3D printer in this movie. And it's outstanding. Yes, it is. <laughs> we're 3D printing guns that work. Oh, it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, people do that now. I was going to say that's not very futuristic, but it's ridiculous and <laughs> wonderful. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's most similar, like I was saying earlier, to Smoke and Aces. Where I think the marketing was kind of the same for that, and then it ended up not being the movie that people were expecting it to be. I loved all the secret passages. Well, yeah, I, I like that too, where there's multiple entry points. It, it makes sense. It's it's a well-thought-out sort of 
you know, world, as mm-hmm. small as it is. Yep. Um, what did you think of the ending? So, I thought it w- it wasn't what I would have expected the ending to be. Um, I really thought she would stay at the the hospital um, at the end, um, but I kind of, I kind of, I, you know, I dug it because it's Jody. You know, it's her story. This this whole movie is yes. her story. Everything else is going on around her is ancillary. Well, it's um, her and it's Sterling K. Brown's story. I would yeah. say it's him learning to be like, okay, I can't. And because he dies, but I can't be responsible for my brother. I just need to, if I want out of this, I just got to get out of this. Yeah. And her, it's learning that she needs to let go of her son's death and get back out in the world and just go do her thing. Yeah. So, you know, the, it's it's a, it's a an actual character arc in both cases. So, um, and that, it pays that off. And I do think that's satisfying. Um you know they they did leave the door open that the hotel was going to stay in business because Batista's there. Batista did survive, yes, um, after fucking some people with some axes. The hallway fight with uh, uh, niece was good too. That was really good. Yeah, I really dug that. Uh, anytime you it gotta, was brutal. It was. It was great though. That's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Um, I also enjoyed that someone clearly saw or played. Resident Evil 4 and was like I really like that Ada Wong dress so <laughs> yeah we're gonna have uh, Sophia in something like that she's gonna be kicking some ass great basically the same thing <laughs> fucking hilarious but uh, no she's wrecking people with those uh, the surgery tools and shit mm-hmm. love it here for it yeah Um, Batista too where he comes out and he's uh, 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 Zachary Quinto is the uh, Wolf King's son. He finds out his dad is dead. He's been locked in the lobby area because they won't let people come in with guns and shit. Uh, they explode something using, I think it was the Wolf King's ring, right? Which is just ridiculous. Which was great because the Wolf King gives it to him and is like, I hope you know what to do with this. And he didn't. No, no clue. Because why would you? You don't have, That's the last thing you would expect. But, um, so they're trying to break through. Batista takes, like, the fire axe and is like, all right, motherfuckers, let's go. Uh, same thing with, uh, Sophia. She draws, like, a line in the sand in this hallway and she's just like, you don't get to cross my fucking line. And then she starts wrecking people. Yeah. So, and I think you got up before it happened, but they kind of imply that she may have survived as well. Oh, with her running through the hall? Yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, yeah, they turn the lights back on. Hotel Artemis is still around, and uh, Sterling K. Brown drives away, and Jody kind of wanders into the uh, hour like forty eight of the uh, water riots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall fun movie. No, I enjoyed it. I'm really happy that we rented it, and I'm kind of happy that it didn't fall into the. Uh, not the trap of trying to be John Wick, but kind of it, they telling its own quiet little story. Yeah, they could have done a, a lot of very different things and tried to make it more exciting or more upbeat. And um, that uh, that would have really taken away from the story that they did end up telling. Mm-hmm. And put Charlie Day in more movies. Like, what are we even doing? More. 
All of the rolls, please. Same with Idris. What are we doing? This isn't hard. This is not hard, people! Cowards. <laughs> so what do we got up next on the docket, Bob? Oh, oh, wait. Would, uh, we, uh, would you recommend this? Uh, you know, I would recommend this. I would as well. And on the, uh, on the hot dog scale. Well, this one's kind of, this is a little harder to place. This is, this is more of a gourmet dog. This is more of a, this is like. So you're going to hot dogs on me here. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is like a hot dogs, big ridiculous mess. Um, oh, all I want is Portillo's now. Oh, Portillo's. Doesn't that sound good? That, it does sound good. It does sound good. Um, but yeah, any other thoughts? No, I would I would go out and rent it. Uh, this one I would if um, if you're in the mood for something a little quieter, maybe not like the normal normal fare, and you've only got ninety minutes, yeah, you could do a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what what do we got up next, Bob? Uh, Mandy. Oh, I'm so excited to watch Mandy. And uh, our Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're recording that today, but. We're doing this. Yeah? For you. For you. For I you. wore this ridiculous suit. For you. Have you ever seen my cousin? You've seen my cousin. Oh, yeah. Okay. That movie's great. Oh, is it wonderful. I was way too young when I watched it for the first time. But delightful nonetheless. Uh, so, yeah. So, we are going to continue the uh, binge watching of the movies. Uh and uh, again, dear listener, hopefully you are enjoying it. Hopefully you're enjoying the uh, increased output in these uh, last few weeks of uh, the waning days of 2018. And I would say that I'm going to stop talking about uh, uh, Pacific Rim, but it's probably not going to happen. She's not going to stop. I'm not. I'm just not. So if that's annoying you, uh, how about you go fuck yourself? How's that sound? So uh, thank you as always for listening. Uh, go check out the other. Um, it's really good to tell your listeners to go fuck themselves. Yeah, fuck them. Unless you're here for it. You ain't here for it. I got no time for you. No one's listening to us anyway, Bob. Except for the dozens, and they understand. So go check out TeamPumaKnife.com. We've got a whole slew of other podcasts on there. Ufi wrote that. Subtle Interference for uh, some nerd chat. We've got uh, 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 Improvised Weapons for your D&D needs. And then we've got a date for fucking Game of Thrones, finally. So uh, the return is in sight for Beyond the Red Waste. It's coming up. Soon. Winter is coming, Bob. Those fucking Starks are always right eventually. No, winter is here. I know. It's so cold out. It's like upsettingly cold out for November. Don't laugh at me. I get cold. Not all of us like the cold. Thank you as always, dear listeners. Uh, Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.